the microphone hit you in your glasses no it didn't and welcome back once again to the plp podcast with your boy hello steve and this is your girl christy and welcome back once again to another episode we messed up last time i said it was episode 44 when it was in fact episode 46 so that makes this episode number 47 damn you can do math <laughs> dang I earned my degrees. She's smart and she's sexy. Indeed. She's not single, fellas, though, so leave her alone. Stay out the DM. Stay out the inbox. She don't want y'all. She got a man. That's right. Anyway, y'all know where you can find us. You can find us at Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find great podcasts. I'm trying to get this on Spotify. Apparently, that's the new hotness, but I don't know how to do it, and I'm very lazy. But I'll get around to it eventually, just like I did with... It only took me six months to get us on... Apple Podcast, so it's only going to take us four months to get on Spotify. Whatever. We'll be on Spotify in 2020, so y'all don't hold your breath. You can (laughs) also find us on the Instagram, the PLP Podcast, and then you know you can send us those emails, since y'all don't like to send emails, but send us an email, Christy Lonely. Send us an email to the PLP Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think last time, after the last episode or the episode before that, I feel like a, a couple of people had hit up the comments on SoundCloud. So if you're listening on SoundCloud and you hear us talk about send an email, send an email, the PLP podcast at gmail.com. Anything you want to say, good or bad. If it's bad, we'll probably cuss you out. But um, oh, send us an email. I cut you out. I love to cuss people out. Yeah. That's my favorite pastime. Mm-hmm. You like getting upset over stuff. I like to get my blood. That's why that's why this shit used to live. When your blood start boiling, when your <laughs> blood start boiling, that means you're still alive. And I'm trying to live to a thousand, so. Mm. He's ready, in other words. I, I think you got um whenever you say something like that, you gotta um shout out Tiffany Haddish. She got that trademarked. You can't what? say he re- is that her thing? He ready? Is it? Is it? I don't know. Where oh, I think she's been yeah. under a rock since she bombed that New Year's Eve show in Miami, which I think she got on the stage like really drunk and like just was making bad jokes. I haven't heard from her since. And she was run. Remember, she was running her mouth about Beyonce and all them stuff and all that stuff. She was in the story like in the in the news every other week, and then this thing happened. I haven't heard anything about her since then. Yeah, they say cocaine is a hell of a drug. Don't don't do that now. She wasn't on cocaine. She went on cocaine. But that's but that's the cycle of the world we live in, though. It's like you hot for as long as you hot, and then you cool off or you disappear. So that's why I don't get mad at people like Kevin Hart or Tiffany Hash when they in every bad movie that they can get their hands on because you never know how long your career gonna last, especially when you're black. You well, never know how long that lasts. Yeah, and maybe we're gonna touch on this a little bit later, but you don't want to just take on like any job or any movie, especially like. Where it makes you look like a sellout, or you know, you're telling stories about, and I'm gonna, I don't even want to go any further, but you're telling stories that aren't true or that push forward, um, like stereotypes and things that try to make certain cultures feel better, um, about 
their mistreatment of other people and how we kind of have to step up and, you know, be the ones to teach them how to treat us. And just secondly, on that point, I don't like stupid nonsense movies. And that's all that Kevin Hart is, is doing lately, except for that other movie with um, Brian Cranston, which again falls into the other category that don't nobody want to see that. So, but yeah, like I get, they need to make money, but I think, they have made substantial amounts of money at this point in time, and they can be selective about the projects that they choose to work on. I mean, you're never going to be Steve Jobs or Bill Gates money-wise, so be comfortable with a couple million you got and be selective about your projects, period. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Okay, well, first off, Steve Jobs ain't got no money because he did. Well, his heirs, and the, we, but you knew what I was saying. From what I understand, he ain't treated his daughter too well, so I don't know if she got any of the money. And number two, ask Monique about not selling out. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> Monique. I'm kind of starting to take her side a little bit now. She, ha- she what? I said your ass gonna be jobless. <laughs> well, you got too much integrity. You don't work in this. Uh, you don't work in the entertainment industry when you're black. So no, she has like a show or like um some type of deal. I don't want to say it's a residency because I don't think it's that big. But she does shows in Vegas now. So I, I think I technically it is a residency, but it's not on the strip. It's not on oh. the main. You've been to Vegas before, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's not on a main strip, but it's like on the casino that's a little bit off the strip. But it still counts. It's still a regular job and a regular check. And the mm-hmm. way that she was talking about, she wasn't getting her checks. I mean, every little bit happened. Every little bit helped by me. Yeah. So God bless yeah. that woman. I was just joking about it. She not. She stood by her integrity, and it got her with a got her. But at least at the end of the day, she could sleep well knowing that she stuck up for herself or stood up to her guns. So you can't. You got to give respect to something like that, even though you you may not agree with it. Yeah, and I wish I had paid like more. Not not I wish. It's really not that deep. But I should have paid more attention to the story and whatever the backlash was. But what I'm hearing is that she wouldn't tour for the movie Precious, like go on like across the, the world and I guess show up for movie type events. And I was like, why why wouldn't you want to take that opportunity, you know, as a celebrity to get to travel and promote your work? But, you know, I guess she had her very own good reasons. I don't know. But anyway, moving on. That's not the topic. Yeah, for my for let me just wrap it up real quick in a bow. OK, from my understanding was, you know, she got paid X number of dollars to do the movie. You know, let's say they paid her a thousand dollars to do the movie. Of course, it was more than that. But let's say they paid her a thousand dollars. So she said, "You know, you pay me my thousand dollars. I did my job. I acted in your film. Um, if you want me to go out and promote it and go across the country and across the uh, go over the international things to promote your movie, I want some more money." And they was like, "Nah, you. We paid you. This your movie. You in it. You should be promoting it. And we not give you no more money." And I think that's what all the fallout began with, with her and Lee Daniels mm. and Oprah and Tyler Perry and all of them. Meanwhile, Tyler Perry still made another Medea movie over the weekend. I did not see it. I will not see it. But let's let's stay on top. We we because I'll okay, be okay. I'll be ranting and raving about Tyler Perry for for the next forty five minutes. And I ain't got. And the we time know yet. how much of a fanboy you are for Tyler Perry. So well, we will save well, that I am another episode. Do you think I'm light skinned enough to star in one of his films? What do you mean? Is that a is that a thing that he only cast light skinned people? Well, he cast the dark skinned people to be the bad guy. I would mm-hmm. be the light skinned savior. You know, the bad, the, the black skin, the black skin, the dark skin guy would treat the woman real bad. He would be a mistreating her and being bad to her, or he'd be a, a thug. And then I would come in with my light skin, and mm-hmm. I would probably have um some fake long braids and a like Shamar Moore, like Shamar Moore. And then I would save the day and be the hero of all the women. 
you pass up Tyler Perry's paper bag test to be the light-skinned savior. Well, Tyler, if you're listening, I will sell out. And um, you can go ahead and cast me in Medea. Medea's funeral part two. Medea's return. <laughs> Medea, uh, Medea resurrection. <laughs> oh, I like that. He's going to steal that title. That's Damn. copyright. That's copyright. <laughs> right now. All right. All right. All right. So it was good. What's up? You got any shout outs? Um, no shout outs, but I think the last time we talked or the last time we recorded, we were talking about, um, Alfred street Baptist church, pastor Wesley's had HBCU, um, festival over the weekend, like two weekends ago. So it was basically over what 60, 70 HBCUs there. I had talked about going, didn't get a chance to go. I wanted to take my niece, mm-hmm. um, but that didn't pan out. But I just found like some follow-up stats from their turnout. If you remember that day, two weeks ago, it was like a really rainy Friday or really rainy Saturday and cold, just nasty weather. Mm-hmm. But they had mm-hmm. over um, 11,000 attendees and there were 1,886 students who were offered admissions to colleges just by going to that, I guess, fair and presenting whatever information was required Mm. at the time. And then they um, waived and gave scholarships for and provided funding of $11,620,511 for, I guess, again, students who qualified. So all of that one day, you know, HBCU fair, students were exposed to Black colleges, Black college life, got some money to go to school, got admitted to school. Just sounds Mm. like a really, really good thing. And I would like to see, you know, hope to see more of these events in the future because, again, I missed it. And, um, you know, I really want the young people around me that I know and love and care about to be able to take advantage of opportunities like this. And I also went to HBCU. So um, as a proud bear, a proud bear, I'm surprised you did not show up and show out with your, uh, what do y'all, orange and blue? The true colors. Well, the true colors probably, and I should know this, it might be like orange and royal blue. Because one time I was on the, um, in its side story, I was on an elevator with a guy who went to HBCU and his their colors were also similar to Morgan's. And I was like, oh, is that orange and blue? And he was like, no, this is orange and something, something. So we, he was like, it's like. It's cerulean. Right, like real technical oh, about the color. So to me, it's orange and blue. And I, I, I guess Morgan's orange, orange and blue. It looks orange and blue to me. I don't know the specifics. But anyway, yeah, so that was that. That was just like the little follow-on. Um, I don't know if anybody listening attended. <clears throat> but um, yeah, that, that's it. That was cool. all. Preach, preach. Amen, amen. And um, so, and like lately, I think this past week, I had finally logged in and listened to one of Jada's red table talks with um, the girl Jordan, who apparently no, was seeking. So that, okay. that whole story, right? But anyway, so I listened to that, which was a really, I'm, I think I've been missing out and I have been giving Jada and the table talk a bad rap. I'm going to go back and listen to some of her, um, her episodes and just see what what's happening at the red table. That's shocking. Because you hate Jada Smith. I, I don't mean, hate Jada I don't hate Jada. You hate her kids, which brings me to my next topic. Jada well, Smith. Hold on, hold on, real quick. I don't hate them. I just think they're some weirdos. They're not weird. They're free black youth with a whole bunch of money and probably got homeschooled and toured the world, and they don't have to work probably unless they want to. So we're I just my hair back and forth. I wear my hair back and forth. Oh my god. So anyway, 
remember the Flint water crisis that happened what in 2014? I can't believe that was what almost five years ago now. Uh, like, you said half like it's over. Those people well, still don't have clean water. I know, I know, but like it's been over five, going on five years, but it feels like it was just the other day. But it just shows you how quickly time flies and how you know stories and and like real emergencies sort of fall by the wayside. But anyway, so they still don't have clean water. And our boy, your boy, Jaden Smith, is working to help provide clean water to um, the people in Flint. So he started a company called, what is it called? The Water Box to remove lead and other poisons from the contaminated water in Flint. And this kind of happened because, you know, the government still hasn't responded, I guess, as quick as quickly, of course, as they should have. And they haven't really found a remedy for, you know, fixing the pipe system in Flint. <clears throat> and so um, since, I guess, the water has been contaminated, people have been donating water to the citizens of Flint. And back in April 2018, the government decided, okay, we've done all we can. The water is decent enough to drink. And they stopped donating water. So people were basically on their own again to get water and relying on churches and schools to like sort of be the the epicenter of where they come to collect their water. But even now, because people have forgotten and think that everything is fine, donations have also sort of diminished so people aren't donating as many you know bottles of water to these people so he came up with um, a system again that's just going to remove the contaminants from from the water and I just thought that was very admirable you know of him um, to do that you know as a young person trying to give back to you know a community that he doesn't even live in and he has the means to do so and I think that's what you know more people of celebrity and of status should be doing, you know, for the community. So I just wanted to shout out Mr. Jaden Smith. And um, it looks like Jada is supposed to also be donating some money to help find a longer term solution for, for that. Um, I don't know what that means, but um, you know, people are there, you know, the, the Smith family, their heart is in the right place and they're doing the right things to, you know, help out Flint. So shout out, shout out. Okay, they still weirdos, but I guess I got to give them the credit for showing some love and giving back to the community because I ain't even donate no water yet. I, I keep on meaning to, but um, my Amazon cart been full and I haven't had a chance to really reduce it yet. What do you mean? Your Amazon, you can go, you being smart or you being for real? I can't tell. So, I'm like, being, you can, I'm being smart. Oh, I didn't know you could, like, I didn't know if they had something on Amazon where you could buy, ship some water. I'm sure you could. Somebody's probably got something. Oh, I'm pretty sure if I just went on there and bought a bunch of water and I knew who to send it to, they I could do it. But Jeff Bezos don't care about no Flint. No, he don't. Bloomberg don't. Bloomberg got to do it. Because didn't he just donate like a couple of billion dollars to Johns Hopkins like last oh, year? Um, yeah, he did. Which I mean, he has the right to do with his own money. But like, yo, like help some people out. I wonder if Bill Gates and them helped out with the the water crisis. Like people know. with money that could afford it. I don't know. They got a anyway. pledge though to donate like almost all of their money. Um, about him and a bunch of other really rich people. Like mm -hmm. they donated a, a majority of their fortunes upon their death, like maybe 90, 90 plus percent of it. So that's gonna be billions and millions of dollars. They, so people, let's see if they really fall through with it. Right, and people probably need it now. But I mean, what can you do? You can't make them. But 
like I think because in the other like the other side of the story or the deeper part of it is is that you can't even what, brush your teeth or bathe with the water. So what I, are people? I'm, you probably can bathe, but I don't think you're supposed to put it in your mouth. But I don't think I it's don't, okay. I don't think it's harmful to your skin. But I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong too. I I felt like I read something about, and we weren't supposed to go this far into the topic. I know that was. Um, Anyway, but I thought I read something about um, them not being being able to bathe. So this has got to be tough for everybody in Flint. And um, yeah, just going back again to Jaden. Thanks. You little weird bastard. Thanks again. Don't do it. Don't do it. <clears throat> Speaking of weird bastards, you want to talk to me about something? Did I? Uh, 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 a certain weirdo? Uh... Don't you be shy so I'm Don't not even. Now. First of all, do not call him a weirdo. He is a legend, the most awesome, talented pop star that ever was and ever will be, and no one could match him. Not even Beyonce. People like to compare and say Beyonce is um, the female Michael Jackson. No, she's not. It's only one Michael Jackson, and that's Michael Jackson. And he is not with us. Uh, rest in peace. So. I guess over the past couple of weeks, there have been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of talk about this new documentary that com- that's coming out talking about some allegations against Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But before we go any further, you were talking about his body of music. Did you did, did you say he was overrated or that his oh, music was overrated? Oh, to me, to me, right? So How people like you say all that. Ex- well, if you stop talking, I'll explain myself oh my god can i continue no because you just that's so so, i I, i'm speechless so you you have to continue because i don't even know what to say like i feel like michael jackson music is okay like i like a lot of michael jackson songs don't get me wrong i I like plenty of songs i like pyt i like uh man in the mirror i like rock with you i like a, a lot of songs i like but a lot of his songs when they come on i just turn them off immediately so you just, haven't given them a chance. That's what you're saying. No, I, I'm, I mean, these songs I've been hearing my entire life, 30 plus years. Michael Jackson was making music way before I was even born. So I'm outside of his music. But like some of his biggest hits are low-key trash to me. Like Thriller, Thriller, for example, is a trumped up Halloween song. It's nothing special about Thriller. Thriller to me is nothing but a Halloween song. They play it on Halloween. You do not rock out the Thriller in your car when it's not October. You do not go around saying Thriller. And Thriller like his biggest hit, and I just don't get the appeal of it. Okay, he was dancing. The video was fun. But the song itself is is, is low-key trash. No. What's so special about Michael Jackson? He don't really even play his own music. What do you mean he doesn't play his own music? mean he doesn't do the instruments? He doesn't even know how to read music. What he is does- so special about it? It's pop music. It's, it's generic pop music. Well, now, As a performer, he's a hell of a performer. I'll give him that. He could sing. I mean, he could sing. He was a, a decent singer. He could dance his ass off. He he put on a hell of a show, good shows. But the music itself is not something that I listen to on a regular basis. I don't go around like, damn, I want to listen to some Michael Jackson. Like, who does that? Some of his biggest hits, like I said, Thriller, low key trash. Uh, Beat it. One of his biggest hits, Beat it, <laughs> trash. What? Billie Jean, trash. All okay, his, okay, we're gonna have to cancel this episode because you just you're you're literally shitting on his but all of his best hits, his best songs, and the best musical artist 
of our time and the best musical artist we'll ever see. Ain't and no I don't prince. think that he no has, uh, we can't, we can't, I can't compare Michael Jackson and Prince. I, I'm not going to do that because I love them both. Like if I had to choose between which, con- whose concert would I go to, if I could transport back in time, I would choose to clone myself and I would go to both. Like they're, they both, are on the same level to me. I'm not going to put one over the other. Oh, However, God. I don't think Michael Jackson has, he didn't have to learn how to read. I mean, to, um, to read music, he had the music in his head. Like he just automatic, he was a, a musical genius. So he knew like the melodies and the sounds that he wanted instruments to make. If you watch that movie that um, came out right after he died, um, I can't think of the name of it. I just watched it the other day. Oh man, what was it called? Anyway, if you watch that, just looking at how he works behind the scenes and just knows every single little detail, pop, you know, what what note was supposed to go where, when, all that stuff, he was a genius. So he might not have been able to read what the note was on the paper, but I, I could tell you he knew what it sounded like in his head. So to me, it one doesn't have anything to do with the other. And number two, going back to Thriller, the reason why Thriller was such a big hit is because it was it was like the first video that was almost like a movie. It was like a huge production. So when it came out, we had never people had never seen anything like it before. Like I was a kid when it came out, a baby probably because it came out, what, 82, 84. So, yeah, I was a baby. So um, I was going to say it was just it, 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 it meant something to the people who saw it in that moment. And like I said, it was the first video that was produced like a movie and no you didn't walk around singing the thriller lyrics I don't know all the lyrics but what you're doing when you're hearing the song is you're like doing the little dance moves you know in your car in your head that's what I'm doing it don't matter if I if it's if it's a banger or not which I don't think that it's not but again it's not something that you're going to hear like you know every day it is a Halloween based song but that doesn't take anything away from it and then just going back to the whole banger thing, that's what people were criticizing. Um, some people were criticizing Solange's new album about is that she doesn't have like any like bangers. It's, it's not like your typical album, but it's still like a beautiful body of work in its in its own little lane. And uh, shout out to Solange for your um, latest album. But anyway, yeah, don't be dissing Michael Jackson. Hold on, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. Are you done? He, Are you done? He, he can do no wrong. Are you done? <clears throat> I believe so. I, I'll let you know. Huh? How are you going to say, how are you going to say somebody's a musical genius if they can't play music? How it, are you a musical genius? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Work? I'm going to tell you. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Have you seen Rain? I mean, Rain Man. That man did not, he did not have all his competency, but you could ask him any day of the week from any century in time. I mean, any date in any century in time, and he could tell you the day of the week it was, but he might not have been able to, you know, hold a conversation like we're holding right now. He was still a genius. So I would say Michael Jackson was some sort of musical savant and, um, and, 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 but he could not read music, but he could, he could uh, hear it in his head. He he knew what he was doing, even though he couldn't read it on paper. And I think that can happen. That does happen. You have uh, people who can solve super hard math problems, but again, just can't carry on a normal conversation, can't live by themselves. So it's, anyway. it, it happens. It's true. Michael Jackson, fortunately, he could function in this world. And he was also uh, a musical savant, a musical genius. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take it back. He. I mean, I'm gonna disagree with you. He wasn't a musical genius. Oh he wasn't my a god. Savant. He wasn't no nothing but a glorified pop artist. 
Uh, Prince is way better, and we all know that. If I had to choose between going to a Prince concert or a Michael Johnson concert, I'd rather see Prince up there rocking out, playing different genres of music. He playing funk. He playing rock. He playing pop. He playing R&B. Then hear Michael Jackson up there dancing and moonwalking and putting on the show. It ain't about the show. Yes, it he is about the a show. good performer. I mean, he is a gr- he's a great you're, performer. I take- you're crazy now. You're getting crazy now. He's a great performer, but he is not a great artist. He is not on this pedestal that people keep putting him up on. Yes, and I don't know why y'all keep putting him on this pedestal. I mean, it's, I mean, you just don't get it. You're literally the only person in the world who holds this opinion. So, now, I, plenty I, of people will do it, but I'm the only one that's strong enough and man enough to stand yes. up to these people and take the bullying and take the outrage and take the backlash. Michael Jackson is an overrated artist. There's nothing mm-hmm. special about him. He is nothing but a marketing machine, trumped up by producers, trumped up by the music industry, and he is. I'm not even gonna get into the personal stuff. I'm just talking about the music. He was not as good as people make him out of the scene. And don't even act like his latest work. Was you listening to the, at the end? Was you listening to when he was doing um, But You Give Me yes, Butterflies butterfly. Inside Inside and You know why that know why that album was trash and know why he wasn't successful mm-hmm. no more? Because he's a 50 year old man still trying to do that vanilla mm-hmm. generic pop. And no. nobody wants to do it. He did not evolve as an artist. He did yes, not grow. He, he hit a plateau and he never grew anymore. He kept putting out that same generic pop. He never got any better. Died, but right before he died, he was about to do a world tour and all the concerts were sold out. People, come on, you're... I, I, I just can't believe that you're putting about this that. together. So how can you say... Talking about popularity. It's popularity he, because he was a great artist. Come on now. Can I, can I, you okay, can be real heated. But no, he was going on a world tour and all the concert. We, it was never deniable that he was the most popular artist of all time. That's not deniable. I'm saying was his music very good? Yeah. He should have been put up on this pedestal, and I say it was not because I yes. do not. Oh, the video because okay, that's how you feel. You can I- talk about videos. I'm not talking about no videos. I'm talking about audio. I'm talking about the music. I'm not talking about okay. Yes, I love Smooth Criminal Video. I love when he did the little lean. I love when he had another suit and he threw the coin in the jukebox and he was dancing to turn into a robot and all that. I love it all, but I don't love the music. I love some of his songs, but as other artists, if you try to tell me I can only listen to Michael Jackson versus a whole host of other artists, those other artists are going to win. Mm. Um, his so- most popular commercial popular songs, Bad, like Bad, for example. That song is trash. You like bad? People like to listen to that? Yes, they do. And he's a, a top-selling artist. So you, I guess you're in the minority of having that opinion. But I, what I was going to say about the, the videos was is that the videos also brought the song and the music to life and just how the, the creativity and putting the videos together. And like you said, the dance moves, the moonwalking and transforming into a cougar or whatever that was, um, it, it, like it was just all like so artistic and just amazing. So he he is a top artist, and I was really surprised when you told me that you thought he was trash. And this was something we were supposed to talk about a long time ago. Like we were going to bring it up, but then we could never like wove had it. Uh, we didn't weave it into any of the episodes. So we're not just talking about this because of this little documentary that's out now. But we felt like it would be a good way to sort of like segue into that next uh, little topic. Um, anyway, dial it back because I didn't say he was trash. I never said that and I never said he wasn't a top artist. I said he is a very good artist. I had liked a lot of his music. I love a lot of his songs, but I think he is just overhyped and he gets too much praise 
for the quality of the music that he put out, especially towards the end. By the end, was nobody checking for him. That's why all these things started coming up, and that's why everybody started making more and more fun of him, and he was more and more subject to attack. Back in his heyday, he was invincible. He was bulletproof. But when he stopped putting out all that trash music, or he still was trying to put out music from the 1980s, pop music from the 80s, but it was 2000, nobody was checking for him no more. And then that's when he... You know, start getting into all that. I mean, he was already. I, we ain't even gonna get into the personal stuff. But his music does not test. This is not stand the test of time. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of songs to do. A lot of songs yeah. that you made in the '70s, you can still rock out to today. But a lot of that stuff is like, what, 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 what were people thinking? Like, why was it so popular? Because I don't get it. Well, again, that's just you. That's your opinion. And I need to go back and listen to this episode to understand your argument because I feel like you just totally flipped. Um, again, I feel like you totally switched up a little bit, but anyway, we can move on. No, no, no. I, I feel like you weren't listening to me the entire time because soon as I said well, something about well, your precious king of pop, your precious king of pop, you started getting irate. Your face got all red. Your eyes started bulging out your head, and you started attacking me. Now, do you want to apologize? I never apologize, and you know this. Your mom ain't raised you right. Anyway. Oh, okay, moving on. You said you. About this documentary, you said you never want to watch it, though. You have no interest in it. I mean, it already Correct. came out. It came out uh, over the weekend. But you said right. you have no interest in it. No, Why is that? Not watching it because I don't um, believe I, – I never believed that he uh, abused young children, even when that story came out years Woo-hoo! ago. And so – and because of that, I'm not going to re- – I'm not, not going to give them no um, reviews or – I, I'm not going to partake in whatever that um, documentary is about because I don't believe I don't believe the allegations in the first place. So why watch something that I don't believe in? And then I also don't understand why it is a story. This man has been dead 10 years. Why are y'all still talking? I mean, what, are, what do y'all want from this man? Number one. Number two, you want money because they're going to try to sue his estate because why else are you making a documentary and bringing so much attention to this, these alleged allegations when this man been dead for 10 years, I I don't understand it. And one other part of it was one of the, the gentlemen participating in the documentary had went on like Jimmy Kimmel or David Letterman, one of those late night shows and was asked about his relationship with the king of pop and he was like oh he's a good guy he's great you know singing his praises and now all of a sudden you're turning coat and saying that this is you know that something happened to you or that he did something to you so my thing is and this may not be um anyway whatever my argument is why go on that show and allow that to be a question and allow yourself to answer in that way if this man really did do something to you don't go on the show in the first place or put that on a list of questions or a topic that they cannot address with you. Cause I don't understand why you're going to go out and talk about how great your relationship was and then turn around and, and say whatever you said in this documentary. And just, I have to say again, this, what the man is dead and nothing can be done about it. And had he like, why didn't this come out again while he was, while he was alive? Why didn't y'all try to do whatever you're trying to do while this man was alive? You, you, that, and, and that's it. And I'm not watching a documentary. Okay. Can I let me let me give two quick points? Because I'm not also watching it, but I'm not I'm not watching it because I, I I'm in opposite of you. I think he definitely touched up these kids and a bunch of other kids. And I just don't need. I mean, I don't need to get the details of it. I, I know well, it is, and I know 
Let, let, uh, and I was going to say that we're, these are our opinions. Like, obviously, we don't know. And we course, stand on, on different sides of it. So, yeah, I don't think he did. You do. Okay. Yeah. Of course, neither one of us ever knew Michael Jackson, ever met Michael Jackson, was ever around. <laughs> or we didn't We didn't witness anything. This is just my belief. Just like it's your belief. Go ahead. How do you say it? What now? You broke up. I had a dream about Michael Jackson before. I had a couple of dreams about Michael Jackson. It was no, it wasn't sexual. We were always friends in my dreams. Michael Jackson. Anyway, continue. Oh, Mike, why would Michael Jackson ever be interested in a woman in a sexual manner? So I know you didn't have a dream about that. You no, know, he has two Af- um, African American kids. I thought he had three African American kids, and I ain't none of them African American. Three African American kids. Those kids are 100 percent black. I don't know what she. <laughs> oh yeah, they so black. You like you see that hair, that kinky hair, and that brown skin. And those blackest kids I ever saw. Beautiful brown eyes. Don't <laughs> don't do that. Blue eyes. <laughs> anyway, um, so and then uh, the same people keep on talking about like, I don't think people get should get a pass for bad behavior just because they don't live that they're, they're they're dead. Like just because you dead doesn't mean that you, you didn't engage in despicable behavior, and then you shouldn't still be called to the carpet if you did engage in this stuff. Now you, the only problem is with that is that you aren't a lot around to defend yourself currently, so. It's kind of hard to defend yourself in a situation like that. But just because somebody passed away, if they did wrong or did bad in their life, I think you, you can still call them out on it, and I think you can still be held accountable for it. Okay, well, you can't really be held okay. accountable for it, but right. people can still call you out. Yeah, and so, but it was called out before, and, you know, nothing came of it, number one. And number two, I just don't understand why all this money was put into the production of this documentary about something that allegedly happened where you don't even have the other side of the story. <clears throat> and um, I just don't get I, I mean ultimately the point is I think that they're going to try to sue his estate for something and they'll probably like bankrupt Michael Jackson and his family members like I, I think it's all about money um, and so yeah just just I just wanted to jump in right there where where you I mean, said um, you, you know yeah and no and no I don't you know if something did happen to anybody like there is no there should be no statute of limitations however my position is i don't believe anything happened and i think this is just an opportunity um they're just trying to again tarnish michael jackson's memory and to try to get um money out of his estate so but but you know all victims of child abuse rape in such situations there you know the truth needs to be told however i don't think the truth is being told in this circumstance okay i mean to say nothing happened like We've seen a lot of people we know were guilty of things get off. OJ got off. R. Kelly got off. So I mean, Michael, Jackson, at, Michael yeah. Jackson was acquitted when he was in when he had that little trial or whatever. That don't mean he didn't do anything wrong. And I mean, he paid off, uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars to the families of these alleged victims. Like, and I know rich people sometimes will just pay people off because they it's easy to just pay them off and make them go away than to you know fight it or challenge it. But come on, twenty million, thirty million dollars. I mean, oh, he was a so very wealthy man. But come the on. settlements, they said the amount. Different amounts for different people, mm-hmm. and up, mm-hmm. up or so maybe twenty kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe twenty kids just lied on Michael Jackson, or twenty greedy families just took advantage of Michael Jackson and his generosity, his childlike nature, or maybe would they like the old saying, "Would they smoke their fire?" So you tell me. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the documentary, but I think. Because I don't believe anything improper happened, the motivation was money. And I think people on the outside looking in who thought, okay, this is weird, 
you know, for this grown man to be hanging out with little kids. Yeah, it was weird. But does being weird, does that being weird, I can't even talk. Does that weirdness make him a pedophile? Does that mean that he actually did something? Or are you leading yourself to believe, okay, this looks funny, so something must be going on? Like, who knows, like, what parents could have been feeding their kids? You know, what if the parents were like, oh, I just want to know if something's going on, and the kid was led to believe that, you know, something improper was happening between them and Michael Jackson. So for the motive of money, so people on the outside looking in, oh, something, something's going on there. Something's going on. You know, we got to bring this man down and get some money. That's just, okay. you, you never know. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you never know. You never will know. But to me, I, I mean, if, common sense got to come in at some point. And regular average guys do not spend that much time with children that are not their relatives. And even when they are their relatives, they don't do some of the stuff that he's doing. Like, I have... Uh, you know, younger cousins who, you know, are 10 and like, like 10 and seven. Right. And I like, hang, I like spending time with them and I like hanging out with them and I like playing with them and stuff, but I don't, you know, bathe with them. I don't sleep in the same bed as them. I don't do stuff like that because that's not, it's not natural and it's not proper. And of course it's going to lead people to think these weird things. People think people give him this pass because of the music. They love his music so much that they give him these crazy passes. And if, if you know this was Joe down the street who lived at the end of your block and he had a parade of kids in and out of his backyard and in and out of his house and he's like, oh, I'm just childlike and innocent. I just like to play kids and I like to have kids around. You know that that set off so many red flags with you. But people get so blinded by the celebrity and the music they ignore kind of what's right in their face. So just to wrap it up, this is the last time I say on it. We all know we, we weren't there. You weren't there. I wasn't there. Nobody except for you know the alleged victims were there. So we don't know. We'll never know. He's gone. He's not going to be reporting it. So unless some video come out, we will never actually see any physical evidence as to whether he did or did not do this stuff. But to me, I mean, someplace common sense got to take place. And I'm going to say if I had to if I had to bet my life on it, whether Michael Jackson inappropriately touched a kid or not, and I had a gun to my head, I was, and it was like, if you wrong, you know, you die, I'm going to say he touched some kids. And I'm going I'm to I'm let it be what it's going to be. Because Come on, man. It's, it's common sense, but okay. Do you have any last words on this before we get off Michael Jackson? Your hero, um, your savior? <laughs> last words. The other part of it was his family was not involved in the documentary, so they weren't reached out to in any way to provide a defense, and that was also just, it, it's a one-sided documentary for anybody that um, is watching. Um, Christy will not be watching. Carlos will not be watching. Um, and we stand just on opposite sides, and I think I've, I've argued my case i don't think i've argued anything that hard before ever but i really i'm i'm standing with michael jackson and in his memory so moving on let's agree to disagree you like okay. touches and i don't okay don't even don't even that's not even right, okay. you should probably edit that out uh, I'll, I'll think about it retraction okay. i'll retract that statement okay which is the same as an apology thank you <clears throat> don't make faces anyway um did you have anything else you want to discuss i feel like you burnt your you burnt your brightness out with that michael but you was passionate you wrong but you was also very <laughs> passionate about it so i'm gonna respect you on that um, we will talk to mike we will talk about michael jackson every episode mm-hmm. from here on out you know what we should do we should um hire a psychic and have a, a seance and see if we can conjure michael jackson to be a guest on the podcast <laughs> i think he will be willing and agreeable to talk to us about it. <laughs> okay well, We'll, right. we'll keep y'all posted on that. 
All right, so this wraps that's uh, 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 mumble mouth. That wraps up episode number oh seven. Forish seven. Damn man, time flying. We coming up on our two year anniversary. Yeah, we are. We are. All right, so y'all know where to find us. Do us a favor if you uh, got any comments. If you are an impassioned Michael Jackson fan and you want to attack me, feel free to just send the comments or um, send us the emails to the plp podcast at gmail you can like us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and in the year 2021, Spotify. Um, <laughs> and you can go follow us on the Instagram at the PLP Podcast. Any last words, my beautiful Nubian queen? Yes, shout out to Uncle Spike Lee for winning an Oscar for uh, Best Adapted Screenplay for Black Klansman. Shout out, shout out, shout out. You deserved it. Love Spike yeah. Lee. Shout out to all the black people that won Oscars. It was a Remember Oscars so white a few years ago? This was definitely uh, the blackest Oscars I ever been a part of. They had to make up for it. Negroes was just running wild with awards. All types of Negroes. Light-skinned Negroes, dark-skinned Negroes, short Negroes, tall Negroes, female Negroes, male Negroes. All the Negroes of the rainbow. So shout out to all y'all beautiful black people. Um, Until next time, this has been Carlos D. And your girl, Christy. See ya! Now we're here.